So I don't know about you, but I'm just not available for overwhelm anymore. Seriously, I've cut it out of my life. (laughs) I decided that I get to grow my income without growing my hours. And let me tell you, it has been a relief. So if you're equally relieved to find out that that's even possible and that it's totally doable, achievable to grow your income without having to sacrifice that precious family time or feel burned out or stressed, then you're going to love today's episode because you and I both know that time is really our most precious commodity, right? We can make more money, but we can't get that time back. Today, I'm sharing with you the two foundational pieces that you need in place to grow your income without growing your hours, plus three of the strategies I have personally used to bring in more money without ever having to compromise on my desire to work a maximum of 25 hours a week. You can totally steal my strategies. They're yours there for the taking. And better still, I'm announcing details of my money month giveaway. So let's do this, my love. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It is me, Corrie Javid. How are you doing? Are you having a delightful day? How is your May going? I am so excited that May is money month. Are you enjoying it so far as much as I am? I hope so. I have something really exciting for you in connection with Money Month. It's a giveaway. I'm going to be telling you all that you need to know about that later on the show. So keep your, well, not your eyes peeled, your ears peeled. (laughs) Keep an ear out for that. So I'm here in my blanket fort and I want to talk to you today about how to grow your income without growing your hours. Because this topic of money for Money Month isn't just about money, it's about time as well. As you may have heard me talk about before, I am all about doing this on my terms. I feel like you should be too, we should know what it is that we want to achieve, but also know the terms on which we want to achieve it. And I think as mothers and business owners, we can do both uh, if we set that intention and if we go about it the right way. So today I'm going to give you some really practical tips and advice so that you can actually go ahead and be growing your income without growing your hours. So just to share um, a little bit behind the scenes for you in terms of how Money Month is panning out for me, I'm easily on target to hit my money goal for this month already. We're actually only eight days into May as I'm recording this, which is super exciting. And I'm expecting this month to be a really great month because I don't know if you know this, but I've shared before that last year when I took more than half the month off in August and I spent a couple of weeks floating around in a beautiful pool in our private villa in France. I say our private villa, we rented on Airbnb. Um, That I had at that point my biggest cash month to date. And that's when it really clicked into place for me that time does not have to equal money. 
And so guess what? The exciting thing is, is we're actually off to France this month too. I feel like France is kind of like my spiritual home. It's just, I feel extra serene when I'm there um, and extra abundant. I've made that a story for myself now because that happened last August. So totally expecting May to be a great month cash wise because why not? So before we dig into this topic today of how to grow your income without growing your hours, it is time for review of the month. So it's time to announce that review from one of our lovely listeners. And guess what? She wins the prize. So this review comes from Jill BLC and she's in the UK and she says, I feel like Cory is just speaking to me. Five stars. I had the pleasure of hearing Cory speak at the Making Mumpreneurs Momentum Day recently and have been listening to her podcasts ever since. Every episode I've listened to is packed with so much energy, tips and ideas which are all actionable and so relevant for mums who are running or plan to run their own businesses. Loving the dashes of woo and sparkle too. Thank you, Corey. Oh, well, thank you, Jill, for your review. I love that you're finding the show to be packed with actionable ideas and tips because that's my absolute intention here. So I love to hear that. It makes me all kinds of happy. So the great news, Jill, is that you won yourself a free coaching call with me. Hurrah! So drop me an email to support at corriejavid.com and let's get you booked in. And if you're listening and you would like your chance to win a free success coaching call, then go and leave me a review on iTunes. And who knows, next month it could be your name I'm reading out here. Okay, so yes, let's dig into this topic of money and time. I don't know if you're on board with this yet. I think it's time to be, if not, but time is our biggest resource, right? Time is our most precious commodity and we can always make more money. I know sometimes, yes, I get it. It doesn't feel like that, my love, but it's true, right? There's not a quota of money out there for you. And once you've used it all up, you're done. There is an endless supply of money in the world, but there's not an endless supply of time for us. And I think that as mothers who want to be present for our kids, we need to really understand that time is this commodity and make sure that we're building our businesses in a way that supports us and the lifestyle that we want to lead in terms of being there for our kids. And it's totally possible to do that. We can do both. We can have the time and the money. So like I've mentioned to you before, I replaced my corporate salary within three months of launching my business, doubled it in seven and hit my first five-figure month at 11 months in all while working a maximum of 25 hours a week. So I am growing my income and not my hours. So when I'm talking to you about this topic today, it's because I know a thing or two about it and I help my clients to grow their income, not their hours, just the same. All of my clients work pretty much part-time. Obviously, some of them have different schedules than others. Some of them are working super part-time but they are all working part-time to uh, make this business work for them and work for their families and work for their bank balance. So because of this, because I share this a lot on the show, I get a lot of questions about, but how, how is this possible? So I want to share with you today the two fundamentals that you need to really lock into place for you to grow your income without growing your hours and the three key strategies that I've used in my business to grow my revenue without trading more time that you can totally steal and implement in your business. How good is that? Okay. So I feel like there's kind of nothing worse than feeling limited in your ability to earn. I used to feel that way when I was in the corporate space. I felt really 
frustrated that, you know, you just make a salary and it's fixed. And well, we want some more money to maybe go on a family holiday this month. Well, that means we have to tighten the purse strings, tighten up our budget. We have to save money and get creative. You know, there was no way of just earning extra cash in the job that I was doing. It was fixed salary. That's it. You know, if I wanted some extra cash, my options were things like selling something on eBay or just being really real with you. We used to be a host family for foreign language students. So um, students that had come from abroad to where we live here in the UK to learn English, we hosted them. And that was sometimes rewarding, wonderful, and sometimes (laughs) a bit awful, if I'm honest. It was a bit of a pain in the backside. But we did that because that was like the only thing that we could think of to do to earn some extra cash when we wanted some extra cash. And that's kind of frustrating, isn't it? Feeling limited like that. Now, the beauty, of course, of having our own business is that we aren't in that situation. Our income isn't capped. We don't have to wait once a year for an annual pay review and just be at the mercy of the powers that be above you deciding whether or not you're worthy for a pay increase and is it going to be a whole 2% this year? Wow, hurrah. (laughs) Um, I know, though, at the same time that even though in theory you know that your business isn't capped and that you could theoretically be earning more money, it's easy to get into a space of feeling, well, I just don't see how that's going to happen. And also, let's just be really real for a minute. This is something that we don't really like to admit to, I think, but it is there for some of us. It's that it's easy for us to feel like motherhood places limitations on us, whether or not we want to admit that we feel that way, right? We so desperately want to be good mums, don't we? And to be present with our kids and not just physically, but mentally and not be distracted when we're around them. To be able to do things like smile and say yes when a child asks us to play Play-Doh or bounce on the trampoline or play the third round of hide and seek that day. Is it just my daughter that's obsessed with hide and seek? Um And to not feel like in embracing all of those things and those experiences with our family and our loved ones means trading our income. It can be um, an easy trap to fall into to believe that we still have to compromise Um, because it's certainly true in many corporate jobs, but it doesn't have to be true in your business. It doesn't have to be true online for you, right? So one of my most sincere wishes with this podcast is that I inspire you to see, of course, that you are, in fact, limitless in terms of how much you can earn. And that earning does not have to require more from you, more sacrifice. Okay, and I want to empower you with the mindset, strategies, tools, dash of woo, so that you can actually take action and make that a reality. So if you've been feeling like being the kind of present parent that you want to be and owning a successful profitable business maybe just isn't possible for you or you just can't see how to make that work or like with your circumstances the amount of time that you can dedicate to your business it isn't possible for you or maybe you feel like you have the type of business that isn't going to be able to make more money for you unless you give up the flexibility that you're enjoying if any of these are ringing true for you then listen up because this episode is totally dedicated to you my love
So let's get down to it. You want to grow your income, definitely not your hours. I think we're on the same page there, right? Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed and you can't even imagine taking on more work to make more money. Maybe you just feel like you've hit a limit for yourself or your line of work. In my experience, though, there are always ways that you can be making more money without sacrificing more time. So grab a pen and paper and let's settle in and do this. So here are the two fundamentals that you need in place first. So I'm going to share with you those three strategies that I have personally used in my business to make more money. But first, we need to cover off two fundamentals because without these, those strategies ain't going to happen. So number one, shouldn't surprise you to know, ta-da, it's mindset. (laughs) You can't get away from it on this show, can you? It's, you know, well, hey, you can't get away from it in life. So it is what it is. Here's the thing. If you don't believe that making more money without sacrificing time is possible is possible for you, guess what? It won't be. So you have a choice right here, right now. Are you going to decide that you're limitless or limited? I'm going to say go for the former. Decide that you're limitless. You really are. The only limitations are the ones you choose to accept. Oh. Yeah, tough love them. <laughs> so true though. Um, and so there's, and so I'd love you to think about what you're believing about money, what you're believing about time, and to get really clear on some ways of reframing those beliefs and turning them around into a positive and into something that would serve you better. I'd love you to think about, if I were earning more money without spending more time in my business, what would I believe to be true? What supportive and empowering beliefs could I take on board and make my own, install in my psychology that would support me in my goal of making more money without increasing my hours? Because Having some really solid beliefs in place there is just going to serve you so well in terms of putting these strategies into action. Because like I've talked before, it all starts with how you're thinking, then how you're feeling, then how you're acting, and that that dictates your results. So if you want to change your results, and these results we're talking about are more money, less hours, then you need to start at the very top. Start with how you're thinking. Start with your mindset. And related to this, get really clear on what are your terms. So how many hours a week do you want to work? What would what feels good for you? What feels comfortable for you? What times of day do you like to work? What does your ideal work week look like hours wise? How flexible would you like your business to be? Create those terms and then start putting them in place with your existing business. And that can be a bit tough. I get it, but it is totally possible. Uh, Do it now, not later, because here's what I've seen other people do. I've seen women start businesses and say, oh, well, when I get to this point, then I'll build more flexibility into my business. Or I'm just going to put in some extra effort and extra hours up front here. And then later, I'll scale it back. Well, guess what? It so rarely works that way. You really need to start as you mean to go on. And it's unfortunately super easy to build a 
business that isn't sustainable for you. And I don't want that for you. So I want you to get really clear on how you want to be working in your business, the hours you do want to be doing, the times of days, the working patterns, get really clear on that and make that a non-negotiable from now on. So when I get asked, how have you been able to build your business without increasing your hours? The most fundamental thing is I decided that I was going to work a maximum of 25 hours a week. And I have just been unwilling to budge on that point. Now, it could have been really easy at certain points to increase that. So for example, when I pushed out the launch of my podcast, pushed it on a month or two, because it simply wasn't ready on time. And the same with the Limitless Mother template shop that launched a month or two later than I had originally planned. And I could have pulled some extra hours to make either of those things happen to the deadline that I'd set myself. But that those hours, those terms are my non-negotiables. So I'd really like you to think what your terms are for making more money and start cultivating that um, lifestyle in terms of the hours that you're working right now. Now is the time to be doing that. Because this isn't just about the money, this is about the lifestyle. Um, and this is why um, my template, for example, the financial goal setting template, actually has in there um, something that my clients find really useful is um, a place to put your terms so your like lifestyle goals and it maps them throughout the template throughout the spreadsheet so that whichever tab that you're working in so maybe you're working in um, this quarter and you're looking at your goals financial goals for this quarter it also has your lifestyle goals in there so that they stay front and center of mind because that's the only way to bring that intentionality to making money without trading time is to have that term there up front that lifestyle goal that you're working towards always at the front of your mind so that it's influencing the actions that you take okay so that was the first fundamental is your mindset so it's your mindset about what you believe around money but it's also your mindset about your non-negotiables locking them into place and just deciding that they are a done deal and you're not going to budge on them and number two, the second fundamental that you really need to have in place is to get a handle on your numbers. So there's two um, aspects to this that I want to talk to you about. The first is, what are you spending your money on in your business at the moment? So there's no way that you can be increasing your income, certainly, and your profits if you don't have a handle on your numbers and you don't know what your profit margins are, what your expenses look like on a regular basis. Um, I see often with um, women that come to work with me, we will do a deep dive if they already have an existing business on their finances and take a look at where there are some opportunities there to save. For example, it's very easy for us to sign up for, say, software subscriptions and then stop using that thing. Um, and then later down the line, you realize, well, I'm still paying this amount of money every month for something I'm not using. So, for example, one of my clients, we were doing a deep dive on her finances and she was paying for lead pages. Now, with her type of business model, she has absolutely no requirement to be creating more than one way for people to join her email. She has a very specific type of business. I won't go into the details. Um, and so she was paying for lead pages every month. Now, lead pages helps you to create landing pages, which can be a really great tool for you if you're creating landing pages on a frequent basis. But if you've just got one that's just sitting there, it doesn't really require that. So I said to her, hey, let's speak to your web developers 
get them to transfer the same content and the same landing page to a page on your website and then you can just knock lead pages on the head and stop paying for that every month. Now that's not a huge saving but that's still money in her pocket that still increases her profit margins, right? So you can only understand how you can grow from where you are if you know where you are right now so you need to get a handle on your numbers and so have a look at all of your expenses but also have a look at your um, expenses not just in the way of am I spending it on the right things but am I investing it wisely as well so some things will be expenses but some will be more of investments so it could be that investing in Facebook ads is part of your strategy right now and that's growing your list for example and it will show you a return on that investment but perhaps not immediately it could be investing in coaching or investing in growing your team Um, but have a think about whether or not your investments are also tied to your income and hours goals so your investments can very much help you to get there. But you need to have a handle on your numbers so you can understand the jumping off point that you're at now. Now, the other aspect, I mentioned that there's two to getting a handle on your numbers. The second is, what are you spending your time on? Oh, this can be a difficult one to really look at because first of all, I know it, you don't want to start tracking your time. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not the most fun activity that you could do for a week. But if, trust me, if you just do it for a week, if you just take a note of the time you're spending on different activities in your business for one week and then look at the results, it will be so empowering to you because you will see so many opportunities to become more efficient and you will actually just going to be real with you often shine a light on when you're not being efficient where you're procrastinating where you're wasting time let's just be honest about that we're humans it happens so I do this with myself every so often because hey I'm human of course too and it's easy for us to slip into ways of working or ways of doing things that aren't totally serving us and if you don't know how exactly you're spending your time each day or each week, then it's very difficult to start modeling some ways for you to grow your income without growing your hours. So you can't make any of these decisions about growing your income without growing your hours unless you have a handle on these numbers. So the money situation as it stands and also your hours situation as it stands. So there's lots of free tools out there that you could use to help you track your hours for a week. So it doesn't have to be a big burden. It doesn't have to take you really much extra time at all we're talking minutes so um, I know that um, some of my VAs use Toggle um, which I can link up in the show notes for you which are over at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash grow your income um, and that's a, a free tool as far as I'm aware I haven't actually been using it myself lately because I, I do mine old school in a spreadsheet I kind of like it um, but I know that it's really easy to use from what I've heard and a lot of my clients have used it to do this exercise with me but I would really encourage you to do it just do it for at least a day but best of all a week and see where you're spending your time otherwise you have your head in the sand and you don't really know where you're spending your time and whether you're spending it on money making activities often enough or not So those were the two fundamentals. Now let's dive straight in to the three strategies that you can totally steal that I've used to grow my income but not my hours. So the first one sounds pretty obvious but it's something that really gets either overlooked or just avoided. 
And we're going to talk a little bit about why. So that is put your prices up. Seriously, my love, just do it. Just put your prices up. Do me that favor. Because in all of my time in coaching so far, I have yet to meet a woman who is overcharging. And I know it's that kind of push-pull dance of feeling like, oh, am I charging enough? I should charge more. Who am I to charge more? I can't charge more. Maybe I'll lose all my clients if I charge more. Who am I to do that? What will people think of me? I know what it's like. I know that there is all kinds of mindset points at play there. But putting your prices up is quite obviously one of the easiest ways to grow your income without growing your hours. Now, I know that you can't necessarily just put your prices up forever um, and up and up and up and up, of course, but you probably are undercharging wherever you are right now, whichever point that you're at, and there is most likely some wiggle room to put your prices up. And so this is such a simple strategy, but I think that it's overlooked so often because of the mindset piece. And that's the thing about pricing. I mean, we can talk about pricing strategy in terms of making sure that you have a great value ladder for your products and services. But really, the price that you charge should be the one that you can really get your energy behind. So there's no point just putting your prices up. You do have to dig in and make sure that you feel energetically aligned with that price. Now, I know that sounds more woo than strategic, but trust me on this, because if you do this, if you put your prices up and you don't do the mindset work, which is believing in those prices, feeling good about charging those prices, that's the mindset work. If you don't do that, then it's going to be really hard for you to actually charge those prices and you won't show up energetically for those prices in the same way. So for example, If you have a conversation with a potential client and she says, how much do you charge? If you're not feeling rock solid about your new prices, then it's going to be easy for you to kind of talk in a weird tone or feel kind of muffled or say the price and then instantly jump in and start discounting because you feel like the pause that she made to consider the price is actually her telling you that your your price is way too high. So... I could and probably will do an entire episode on pricing and the mindset about pricing. But in terms of today's show and talking about how to grow your income without growing your hours, this is the quickest and easiest option available to you that can give you that boost actually really quite quickly. So I'm not talking about just putting them up by like 5% or something like that really have a look at the value that you're providing to your clients and customers and think about whether or not you could increase it. So, And the thing is, is the reason why I think so many women are undercharging is because it's easy for us to set a price at a certain point and then just stay there or just put them up just a slightly or arbitrarily small amount. And The thing is, is if you're anything like me, and I bet you are, you're always looking for ways to improve what you're doing. You're always looking for bigger and better ways to serve your clients and customers. And so your service has most likely improved significantly since you put those prices into place. So it makes sense that if you're offering more value, offering more to your clients, then you should be charging more, right? 
Also, depending on the type of industry that you're working in and the type of service that you're providing, if the thing that you're doing gets people tangible results in some area, let's say you are an SEO expert and you are quite clearly able to get people more traffic to their site, get them bumped up to that all-important first page of the Google rankings, and you have those testimonials, you have those results that you can share, then that again means that you have that extra reason why you can put your prices up because you're getting those results for people. Is this making sense? So I would really like you to think about this. So I've actually put my prices up twice this year. I don't have any immediate plans to put them up again this year. And for me, that's exactly why I put my prices up. So I set my prices and strategically kept them the same all of last year. That was a choice and intention that I said it wasn't that I just kind of neglected them. So I think, you know, sometimes we need to be strategic about our pricing, of course. But I knew that I was getting some really incredible results for my clients. I knew that I was a better coach than when I first showed up in this online space. And so it made sense for me to be increasing my prices. And the other thing I just want to talk about briefly today in terms of prices before we get into the second strategy is I'd love you to have a think about the clients that you're attracting because sometimes if you have a bit of a problem of attracting maybe the not quite so ideal clients or your clients aren't taking you fully seriously or aren't showing up in the way that you would like them to and meeting you halfway or respecting your time boundaries. I was speaking to someone recently and she was finding she was getting so many requests to do extra things outside of the scope of the original agreement with her clients. And sometimes, you know, there's lots of things that you can do in those situations, like tweak your marketing and put energetic boundaries and, and systems and structures in place, all that good stuff. But also, sometimes it's partly down to the price that you're charging. If you price too cheaply, then you can attract the wrong sort of client, just being serious there. Because when somebody has had to think about investing in whatever it is that you offer and they go ahead and do it, they're much more serious than if it's just an obvious impulse purchase, like, oh, it's so cheap, I can't not do it. We bring a totally different energy to it. So there's a really great phrase, which is the transformation is in the transaction. So if what you're doing is providing some kind of transformation for people, some kind of big result, then have a think about whether or not putting your prices up might actually help you to attract more of your ideal types of clients and get them to show up and take their investments seriously. And then you get to help them get bigger and better results. It's it's win-win. So there's so much that I could talk about about pricing. But for today, let's leave it at that. Just consider putting your prices up, please, because it's a really easy way for you to grow your income and not to grow your hours, but also because this comes from this place of my experience of seeing so, so many women undercharging. And I don't want that for you, my love. So here is your action step. I'm giving you an action step with each of these today. I would love you to think about when was the last time you put your prices up? You're not operating a charity, right? So you do want to be having a strategy to be increasing your prices. So have a think about when you last put your prices up and whether or not it has been you know, too long, what has happened since then, how have your products and services changed, improved over that time? 
And are you being appropriately compensated for the work that you're doing? And then the other thing I'd love you to think about is what impact would a price increase have on your revenue? So like I mentioned at the beginning, one of the foundational pieces is knowing your numbers. So when you know your profit margins, so when you have one client or one customer or one particular sale in your business and you know your expenses and you can see what is the profit margin, then you can also have a look at what will be the impact of increasing my prices because your expenses will stay the same when you increase your price, right? So you improve your profit margin. So if you're thinking of how am I going to get to a big money goal this month or this quarter or this year, and you're planning that out, have a look at the impact that a price increase could make on your ability to get there sooner. So of course, you're not just going to keep ramping the prices up, but do consider at least one price increase and have a look at the impact. So I've mentioned before on the show, my make money like a mother financial goal setting spreadsheet And that's something that I use to do this kind of modeling because it's all there for you. Just plug and play, put in your numbers and it's ready to roll. Is that you can instantly have a look at the impact that a price increase would have on your ability to meet your big goal and to meet those lifestyle objectives that you have. So if you're interested in that, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash shop and look for the Make Money Like a Mother financial goal setting spreadsheet. Okay, the second strategy that I've totally used in my business to grow my income without growing my hours is to scale. So scaling, it's kind of funny because when I was first starting out in this online space as a new business owner, I'd hear people talking about scaling their business and it seemed like this kind of mystical thing. I was like, I don't really know. What does that exactly mean? What does that look like? It's actually really very simple. It is finding a way to serve more people. That's it. (laughs) That's what scaling is without increasing your hours. Like obviously that goes without saying, right? So given that you don't want to increase your hours, how can you get creative in using your skills and experience to help more people? And this is where that mindset work that we talked about at the beginning really comes into its own because when you adopt a true belief that you can grow your income without growing your hours, you open yourself up to this feeling of possibility, which opens you up to waves of creativity, hits of inspiration. And so that's when that mindset work really starts to serve you, when you sit down and have a think about how could I scale this business? So it might not look like serving more people in exactly the way that you serve them now if you're doing lots of one-to-one. But have a think about the types of skills and experience that you have, the types of outcomes that you know your ideal clients are looking for and think creatively about ways and means to help them to provide results to them in different formats but that are a one-to-many model rather than one-to-one. So for example, could you do workshops or masterclasses or run a course or a group program or a mastermind? So these are all offerings where you are the one person and you are serving many with the time that you're putting into your business. And some of those could end up being passive income streams, which is even better, right? Now, I have a caveat here for this strategy is that I don't want you 
to approach this from how can I make more money? That's not actually going to serve you in scaling your business. Now, just stick with me here because it might sound like a strange thing to say, but I really want you to approach this from how can I serve more people? How can I provide value to more people? How can I help more people? That's the much more aligned for me way of scaling your business because when you approach it from just how can I make more money it's easy for us to think about um, opportunities to make money from purely that angle and you can end up creating something that you actually aren't passionate about um, or your audience aren't that excited about either but if you can think about what they need and what they desire and the kind of results they're looking for and then where that intersects with your skills and experience and look for opportunities there to provide services or products to them that can help them, but that doesn't require a one-to-one trade of hours on your part. That's the best place to brainstorm ideas from when you're thinking about scaling. I see way too many people, I'm sure you've noticed this too, selling things on the internet like courses and products and you just know by the marketing, by the vibe of that person that this isn't something that they're actually doing, that they've done or they're using in their business. That really winds me up. It's just they've created a product or a service for creation's sake and as a way just to scale, but not their heart isn't in it. They haven't infused that passion into it and it hasn't come from that true and aligned and heart-centered place of how can I actually serve and impact more people? I hope that makes sense. And I think that you're going to agree with me on this point, right? But just a reminder to make sure that that's how you're approaching this when you're thinking about this. So your action point for this one is to have a think about what outcome your ideal clients are looking for, how can you use your skills to serve more people, and what additional services or products could you provide that cater to many people maybe many people at once or maybe you create something once and sell it many times okay so that's your homework and the third strategy is going to be perhaps a surprising one but it's get support (laughs) okay so getting support will actually provide you with opportunities to grow your income and not your hours but you're only going to be able to identify those opportunities if you've done that foundational work of being honest with yourself and taking a good look at what you're actually spending your time on right now. So once you've broken down your activities and things that you're doing each day or week or month and have a look at it, that holistic view of what kind of categories do these activities fall into, then ask yourself, like, which of these are firmly within my zone of genius? Which are the things that are really important for me to always be doing within my business? But also, what is not important for me to be doing? What is not within my zone of genius? So could you, for example, outsource a particular task each week that you've been doing and that you maybe don't enjoy or maybe it just takes you a while or maybe it just you know somebody could do it better, quicker and more easily? 
have a think about if I outsourced this one particular task each week, what would be the time save? And then ask yourself, how could I actually leverage this time to make more money in my business? Could I serve another client? Could I create a new product to sell? Could I complete a project within my business that's going to help me to grow? So outsourcing and Getting support inside of your business in that way can be a really great way to grow your income without growing your hours. So I've spoken before about how I've used this in my own business. So I got to a certain number of private coaching clients and then I felt like I wanted to take on more. I wanted to grow, but I wasn't feeling energetically available for those new clients because I was feeling really busy. I was doing everything myself. I was the social media manager. I was the content creator. I was the coach. I was the email writer. I was doing it all. I was creating all my graphics and Canva, you know, literally everything. And I'm sure lots of you listening are in that place too. And that's why we all start out that way. But at some point, it's going to slow you down and stop you from growing your business and actually growing your income. And so even though I felt like it wasn't quote unquote justified because I didn't feel like I was at some really high number of clients at that point, I realized that I wasn't going to feel available to take on new clients to expand my coaching practice if I did and get some help and that's when I took on my wonderful VA Carly who has been just an absolute godsend to me and so I took her on really tentatively just a few hours a week at first but then as soon as I took her on board I was like oh okay I get it now (laughs) it is on let's ramp those hours up and now she does many more hours for me each week and it's been so wonderful because it has enabled me to stay firmly within my zone of genius And so since then, I've taken on two more VAs. So the second hire that I took on was Claire. She does all the tech in my business, like my website, landing pages and things like that, building them, putting them together, my automated email sequences and active campaign. That was a hard one for me to let go of because I am perfectly able to do all of that tech stuff. But it's not my zone of genius. It's just maybe my zone of excellence. If you haven't read The Big Leap do put it on your audible list for sure because he talks about zones of genius and zones of excellence the difference between the two Um, but so I found that a little bit of resistance at first because I was like well I can do this and I can actually do it really well but actually you have to think about should I be doing this is this the best use of my time so anyway going back to when I took on Carly it was amazing how quickly I then was able to welcome in those new clients into those new coaching spaces and expand the number of clients I was able to serve by taking on Carly's help each week So have a think about whether or not getting help inside your business could be a way for you to grow your income without growing your hours. Now, the other aspect of getting support that isn't always associated with growing your income and growing your hours is coaching and mentoring. So of course, this will require some investment in the same way that getting support will. But it's about having a think about in both of those instances how that investment will pay off and grow your business over time. I don't know about you, but I'm not creating a short-term business here. I'm in this for the long run. I am happy to be in this for the long run. And so I make decisions for my business and investments in my business with that long-term view. And I weigh up the cost and the price of the investment versus what this could actually mean for the growth of my business over time. 
So coaching and mentoring are one of the key reasons why I know that my path to success has been shortened. I know without a shadow of a doubt that if I hadn't taken the leap into investing in my coach before I'd even launched my business, when I was making no money, so I get it, I know it can feel like a stretch, but if I hadn't done that, I know for certain that I wouldn't be at the place I'm at now. I've invested consistently in coaching and the reason is is that I recognize that my shortest path to success is by having somebody who is a step ahead of me or more who has been there and has done the kind of twists and turns and figured out the path in advance and says, hey, here's the way forward. So if you have somebody that can share that experience with you, it saves you so much time. Also, a coach or a mentor can help you to identify opportunities for growing your income without growing your hours that you might just not think of on your own. That's the beauty of having that extra pair of eyes and that extra attention on your business. The other important aspect and the other reason why hiring a coach or a mentor can help you to grow your income without growing your hours is that the thing that I know, because I know this because I'm a coach and this is one of the many ways that I help my coaching clients, is that it is so easy for us to come up with a plan, let's say, to grow your business um, and not your hours, but then to fall off track, to veer off course, to get the shiny object syndrome and get distracted, for a mindset wobble to come up, or to start actually trying to grind and hustle and put in too many hours and then risk burning out. If you don't have somebody there to notice when you're doing these things or call you out on your experience, excuses for not doing things and to say hey time to get back on the path or hey do you think maybe actually this is what's going on if you don't have that person there for you then your progress is just necessarily slower because otherwise we're winding along the ziggity zaggity path on our, our own when we could have a much more linear upwards traje trajectory <laughs> I could never say that word trajectory um so if you have somebody who you can work with who has ideas that you don't have, experience that you haven't had yet, inside knowledge, connections with other people, knows tips and tricks that you don't know yet, can look at things from a different angle, can keep your eyes focused on the prize. It can shave so much time spent off your business, which means that ultimately you can get to grow your business faster because you're not spending lots of time trial and erroring your way there or sinking a ton of time into the good old Google and YouTube university. So here's your action step for this item. Once you've done that foundational piece of work, which I know you're going to do, right? Because you take my advice and you run with it. I know that about you. You're an action taker. I love that about you. <laughs> Once you've gone and done the foundational piece of logging the hours that you are putting into different activities in your business, then I want you to first of all, look for the patterns. What are you spending time on? Are you spending time struggling with building an email funnel? Could you hire that out? Are you spending too much time on social media? Could you get some support there? Are you spending too much time trying to figure out what your strategy is, trying to stay on track, trying to keep yourself accountable? 
Could hiring a coach or a mentor be a sure way to shortcut your path to success? So once you know what have been the things slowing you down, and it's going to take a bit of an honest look at what you've been doing and how you've been thinking, but once you know that, that knowledge is power. You can empower yourself with that knowledge and you can look for opportunities to grow your business. The opportunities are there, I promise you, you just need to look for them and seek them out. Okay, so it's time for today's Dash of Woo. If you're new around these parts, what the hell is a Dash of Woo? Well, I'm going to tell you it's a practical manifestation or mindset tip, which is designed, tailor-made specifically for each episode. And it takes what I've been teaching and gives it that extra little oomph, that pizzazz and sparkle. (laughs) Okay, so today's Dash of Woo, as you've got your pen and paper already handy, I know this, (laughs) I want you to craft yourself an affirmation that feels good around making more money and not sacrificing time. But make sure that all of the language in the affirmation is positive. That sounds obvious, but it's amazing how easy it is to say something like, I make money, but I don't sacrifice. We don't actually want the negative connotation of the word sacrifice even in there. So you could say something, for example, money flows to me easily easily and quickly. The thing is, I want you to have a think about how you feel about time and money and what would feel good to you. What would be a really great and supportive belief to have and craft your own affirmation in your own language. When you do that, it is much more impactful on your subconscious. So then once you've done that, then I want you to find a way to infuse that into your everyday. So for example, I have one of my affirmations on my vision board, which sits to the left of me. So I see it every day when I'm working in my office. Um, I have a phone reminder set to go off at 11.11 because I'm woo like that. (laughs) And it tells me the same affirmation. And I write out that same affirmation often as part of my journaling practice in the morning. And so this, so the one that I've been working on for a while, let me read it to you. It, it, it says, but, you know, steal it if you want to, go ahead. But I do urge you to think about one that works for you in particular. But if this really connects with you, then go for it. Mine says, I get everything I desire with as little effort as possible. <laughs> for me, that just feels good, right? And so... Now that I've been doing that, that has become part of my psychology. It didn't feel true at first, uh, but now that it's been something that I've been bombarding my psyche with, it's become lodged and become part of my thinking. So remember that a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. So it's really cool because we can reprogram our minds. So it's amazing how that belief will then support you in growing your business. So have a think about crafting one affirmation that feels really good to you. Put it in all the places, write it down, put it where you're going to see it. If you want to speak it to yourself in the mirror, some that works for some people too. But do that and then bringing that belief to this work of growing your income without growing your hours will make sure that you are feeling open to all of the possibility and much more receptive to creative and innovative ways to grow your income without growing your hours and much more likely to receive those hits of inspiration. So I hope you have been making a ton of notes and most of all, you're going to put this into action. That's the point, right? 
I don't just want to inspire you. I want to empower you with the mindset and the strategy that you need to do this for yourself. So to recap what we've been talking about, you had those two foundational pieces, the mindset that you need for this work and the fact that you need to know your numbers. And I shared with you my three strategies for growing your income without growing your hours. Number one, putting your prices up. Number two, scaling your business. And number three, getting support. Okay, my love, I have some super exciting news to share with you now. In celebration of Money Month, I'm doing an exciting giveaway. Yay! I feel like I need some kind of fanfare noise or something tailored at helping you make more of that cash, cash money. Sound good? I thought so. So I'm giving away not one, but two, count them, money-making coaching calls with me so that I can help you if you win, to identify the one thing that you can start doing to make more money in your business soon. How good is that? I'm also giving away one of my money-making mother bundles from the template shop. I'm super excited about these. I put this bundle together especially to support you with this topic of money month and in particular the theme of money and time and the connection between the two. So it contains three templates. The first is the Make Money Like a Mother financial goal setting template. You've probably heard me talking about that already today and this helps you to create and achieve your money goals without increasing your hours. So that's super useful. And it also helps with that pricing modeling that I was talking about with you. Uh, also, in that bundle is the Manifest Like a Mother Guided Manifestation Meditation Template. So that's the exact template that I use to upgrade my money mindset when I want to move to the next income level. So you know I'm using it right now for that big goal that I'm working towards. And oh, this is the really good part. I've thrown into this bundle an exclusive template that's not actually available for sale in the Limitless Mother template shop otherwise. It's only currently available to my private coaching clients because they get free access to all my templates. And this is my daily planner template. So I was thinking about how I wanted to support you with this bundle and what you need. And the thing is you need a plan, a strategy to get you to your money goal. So that's what the financial goal setting template does for you because it doesn't just set the goals. It breaks down and helps you to create your actual plan to get you there. I knew that you needed the mindset, of course, to support you in putting that strategy in place and showing up for your money goals and believing in them in a big way. So that's where the guided meditation comes in. But I also wanted something that's going to help you to take action on a daily basis and to break that high level plan down into things that you can achieve each day in a really great way. So the reason why I love this template myself, I use this every single day of life and I felt like I finally cracked like productivity and feeling good at the end of the day about the work that I've accomplished because I don't know about you but it's so easy as a business owner to spend time feeling busy and realizing you get to the end of the day and you haven't done actually squat you've achieved nothing so this was my solution it took me a long time of testing various different methods and this is what works for me and the best thing about it is it's simple yet crazy effective and my clients absolutely love it too. 
So we use it to plan our days so that every day counts and so that we can let go of that feeling of being overwhelmed and busy and get some real bleep done in our businesses. And the best part is it's actually designed to psychologically help you finish the day feeling satisfied with your progress and able to relax. How good is that? So it's super simple, but the psychology behind it is what makes it so effective. So like I said, you can't get your mitts on this anywhere, but inside this bundle, this money-making mother bundle. So I'm giving away those two coaching calls and this one bundle, and I know that you're shouting at me probably and saying, okay, great, I want my chance at getting my hands on these, how do I enter? So it is really simple to enter. Simply take a screenshot of this podcast as you're listening right now and post it on Instagram or Facebook, tagging me at Corrie Javid. So the giveaway is running across the podcast and Facebook. So if you follow me over on Facebook, on my Facebook page, which is at Corrie A. Javid, or you're inside the Limitless Mother Facebook group, there's going to be even more chances to enter. And so you can enter as many times as you like. Uh, but for now, get your entry in by taking a screenshot of this episode and post it to social, tagging me at Corrie Javid, and best of luck. And I will be announcing the winners this month. So stay tuned in to find out if it was you. And I'm just enjoying Money Month so much and I hope you are too and I've got so much more value to give you as we go through May. So keep with me, we're going to crush it this month. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.